Creatives are freaking out right now on whether they're going to be replaced with AI or not. And some people that you probably follow are like, yeah, you're definitely going to be replaced. And others are like, no, you're totally fine. Here's how to use AI for your benefit. Well, even those videos are starting to get completely outdated as AI continues to improve and improve and improve. This is not an AI tutorial video, and this is not just some random video saying that you'll be okay or that you'll not be okay. This is all about you as the creative, actually promoting yourself, leveling up your skills to leverage these tools on a macro point of view. This is my different perspective on how creatives should be using AI. Now, I've been a full-time creative entrepreneur for more than eight years now, and with this new wave of AI, uh, listen, I hear you. This is daunting. It's also quite exciting in some ways, but here's how we as creatives need to position ourselves. I have Mr. Jack here with me today. Jack is our content producer at V, uh, and by the way, I run a company called Video Editing Experts where we have a we have basically 100 creatives that work with us, more than that, who are looking at AI, wondering the same thing that we're asking is like, will AI replace us? How do we best leverage? AI, how can I ultimately position myself? And I'm just going to say this right off the bat, Jack, for our viewers, is you really need to position yourself as creatives can tend to do on one side or the other. You need to position yourself in the right spot, which is something that we're going to really clarify for everyone here today. And, and typically people are either the ideas people or they are the executionists. They are so good at executing or they're just so good at coming up with ideas. And there's some people that are really good at coming up with ideas but can't really execute as well as they need to be. And there's some people that are really good at executing but actually need more ideas. My biggest difference is that creatives need to be pulling themselves out of the weeds of fulfillment um, and not just rely on their super juicy creative ideas, but they need to have that balance of both as this type of creative director approach where you could be a video editor today, but tomorrow you need to be a video director. You could be a graphic designer today. Tomorrow you need to be a graphic director. And the list goes on a web designer, a web director. You need to position yourself in this type of director position, which is most likely for a lot of folks listening to this is going to increase your pay raise, uh, basically how much you're paid. It's going to increase your skill level. It's basically promoting yourself as a creative and you have to do it. Otherwise, if you are just that fulfillment person, you will ultimately be uh, taken away by AI. I mean, at least in today's age, by the recording of this video, at the date of this recording, Dolly can't make a thumbnail to fucking save its life. Uh, these video editing platforms look like a 12-year-old edit edited the video. Um, and there's some 15-year-olds that are really good at video editing, but the 12-year-olds aren't really there yet. And I think AI is even behind those 12-year-olds. And I just say that because AI will get very good one day. It will be fucking fantastic at editing. So when that happens, how can you, and, and I, I feel them on this as I run a video editing company, how can we position ourselves in into a uh, place where we are not overtaken and that we are leveraging these tools so that clients consistently come to work with us? And, and I think the most important thing is that some clients won't need you. Some clients are good enough editors themselves or good enough directors themselves that they can go into that AI software, have a quick conversation with it, bada bing, bada boom, they get what they need. But there are so many people, and this is really where the majority, vast majority of creatives get their income, are from the clients who can't really take the time to do the thing, to, to put in the right prompts for ChatGPT or to create some type of AI agent that will, will be able to develop that for you. Um, the, the, the creatives that are most likely listening to this, which are the vast majority of creatives, are, those to, are there to provide this client with a massive amount of time saving. 
Like, yes, the client could go onto Canva and try to create some graphic design, or they could go pull up Squarespace and try to design a website if they really wanted to, but that's not why they're hiring you. They're hiring you because they don't want to spend that time and they want it done a little bit better than what they could just do themselves, if not a lot better, right? And so that's where we, re we as creatives need to position ourselves between that just idea-focused person and the executionist to say, I know how to execute. I know the backend system on what um, AI might even be trying to configure to solve this thing, but I'm not just going to be the executionist that doesn't have enough ideas because I need to be able to plug these creative ideas into uh, this type of AI software. Yeah, you still need to use AI creatively. Like AI will get better, it'll get better fast, but you still need to use it creatively and have that creative mindset to give it the right prompts yeah. and to direct it, like you were saying, you know, if there's something wrong with the edit that it made for you, how can you tell it to fix it? Right. You know, you can't just say fix this because that's what it made for you. Um, and so there's going to be, there's still going to be a need for the creatives, especially for the people who run a business and they're like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like, I don't care how, how, how you use AI. I could probably go figure it out and learn it and get good at it, but I don't want to. It'll take too much time away from my business. So you use whatever tools you can, you have to or want to just do the service for me. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And whether your client is an actual business owner, like a, a an attorney or a doctor or whatever the case might be, or they could be a creator themselves. They could be like a, a YouTuber, right? But maybe that YouTuber just wants to continue shooting more videos. They don't even want to think about the editing. I mean, a lot of those creators are literally hiring creatives today to handle that even before AI came out. Um, and that's, you're exactly right, Jack. And that's what I mean with the ideas side. It, you have to have the vision to be able to apply the execution. Because one without the other is just, it's just bullshit. Uh, the execution isn't gonna get anywhere without vision. It's just gonna stay in that one spot. The vision is just going to be an idea. It's not going to actually come to life without the right amount of execution. And that's where the directors really fall into place. And don't get me wrong, like AI is being used for so many other things that besides creatives. Um, but I like to use this analogy of a creative director um, that these creatives should ultimately position themselves in as a video editor becoming a video director or graphic designer becoming a graphic director um, because it really allows for us to tap into that vision and tap into that fulfillment. Um, but the one kicker with just keeping the term creative director in mind is that a creative director, even in today's age and for the past 10 plus years, creative directors don't just wake up, walk out of their mama's belly and just be like, you're a creative director. You have to earn your spot. You, creative directors have been in the game for a long time. They've executed, they've had great ideas that have come to fruition and, and have achieved really great results. And I think that's something to keep in mind as a video editor, graphic designer, whatever type of creative you are, maybe you are a YouTuber and, and you're trying to, or maybe you are a videographer trying to fulfill for people. A creative director has earned their spot. They are, they are typically higher on the totem pole because they can bring on the ideas and bring on the execution that is necessary and that's what the goal should be for a lot of creatives listening to this is prove that your ideas work prove that your ideas work not just by having the ideas but by fulfilling for the ideas do it for yourself on personal profiles personal projects that you might be working on do it for clients that you might already have make it happen promote yourself and that's something that I just feel so passionately on because even for us as we run a giant group of video editors graphic designers social media managers brand growth coaches. I mean, 
the the main thing that I'm even saying to the team is like, if you're not using AI, you are wasting not just your time, but you're wasting my time and you're wasting our team's time. You need to be using these tools for the goal to make your ideas proven to work. That is how you ultimately achieve this creative director position or video director, graphic director, whatever you want to call it, web director, website director. Yeah. I remember Does the, that make sense? Yeah, yeah. totally. Okay, cool. I, well, it goes back to the point of like, you still need to be creative to use AI. Um, and I remember the first time this thought hit me was when, I forget what the company was called, but it was a, an attachment for a DSLR. And you could basically tell it the type of picture you wanted to take, like a you know a slow shutter speed in the middle of the day. Oh, sick. And it would, you'd plug it in and it would configure your settings to give you that picture. And I remember thinking like, oh, wow, this is going to hurt photographers. And then I was talking to a photography buddy of mine. and So it could be like, take a panorama or take a... Take not a, that, because that would okay. have to move the camera. Right. But like, you're shooting in the middle of the day and you want to do a slow shutter speed to get the water really soft. Okay. That's really hard to do in the middle of the day. Right. And so it would move your settings around, change your ISO, your shutter. It, it would do everything for you and then take the picture. Okay. And I remember sending it to a photography buddy of mine being like, holy shit, like this is going to take over. Right. And we talked about it and you still need to have the vision. Yes. You still have to put the camera in the place, you know, set up the shot and then the settings can change themselves. Give that to somebody who doesn't have a vision, they're not going to get a good picture out of it. Right. You know, and so AI will never be able to, or I'll say, not say never, but most likely it won't be able to fully take over the creative process. Yes. It'll help you along the way. And that's what I think creatives need to understand is that it, it's going to help you in the long run. When you learn how to use it, it'll help you not have to do the non-creative stuff and just focus on like setting up, comp composing the most beautiful picture and Making then let your visions come to yeah, life and then let, let AI do the, the technical stuff. Um, and that's where I think people need to have that mindset shift of AI is coming for me. No, AI can help you be more creative and do what you actually care about. <laughs> that's a different subject if AI is coming for us <laughs> well, or that, not. Well, yeah, that might be true, <laughs> right, but yeah. yeah, it's not coming for your creativity. Please don't, please don't, please don't. <laughs> um, no, but, but uh, as far as like coming for your job, that that's something that we can be leveraging. And, and I'm, listen, if things change as AI develops, I'm going to be doing more of these videos and breakdowns. But the one thing that you're touching on, Jack, is like the vision and, and really the, the vision are the options. Because when you think about a vision, it's like, how would that look? No, 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 I'm gonna change it to this, right? Like, how would this video look? Oh man, I'm thinking of it being very fast paced. You know what, let's make it black and white. No, it shouldn't be black and white. It should just be hard contrasting colors. And in your mind, you're literally, like us creatives, we are visualizing the options as we go. Sometimes it's consciously, and sometimes you literally just black out and you just like come up with these ideas on the fly and these options just flow. They call that flow state. And this vision, when you are in this flow state, is you sifting through the options. And that is exactly what we're talking about, the clients not wanting to go through. They don't want to deal with all of these different options. For, for example, the, um, the the camera app, right now it needs to uh, have someone be like, all right, give me a slow shutter of this sunset or this wave so that it looks like butter like flowing through or whatever. Now, the argument could be made that the creative is actually not necessary, unnecessary in that process because the AI could just do 17 different options and just burst them out to you. But again, that's coming back to the time. And as creatives, as ultimately directors, we can save our clients and save these other people time by making it faster and better. Like I'm gonna give you 
the ultimate option that you've been looking for faster and even better than you going through this whole process all by yourself. And I think this not only leads to front end uh, fulfillment for the clients, like for their uh, for the creatives to fulfill for the for their clients, but also on the back end for these creatives to actually consider either starting their own business if they're working for an agency or just provide faster and better results for one client that you could grow with for a long period of time. Like I know a lot of creatives who are, who will kind of choose their path and they'll be like, you know what? I kind of want to start my own thing. Um, and, and work in that way, uh, work with many clients or even just a few. Um, but then there's others who are like, no, like I, I just want to have more stability. I want to have this one client that I can give my all to. I really work well with them and I'm going to go all in with this, with this process for them make using AI to have faster and better results, not only helps the front end, but it also helps the back end. I'm really thinking about like your position too, Jack, as our content producer. Like I, I think it would be so smart and tactical. And these are things that we're working on. We just talked about reports this morning where we could show progress reports, how much content are we producing? What are, what's our growth been like? What, what videos are breaking out, giving us a ton of reach and engagement and stuff. Um, those are things that can be automated and perhaps even completely delegated to a type of AI software, especially when you consider AI agents and how powerful those can be. Basically, that's AI working with AI on the back end. So you just give them like a project and you say, hey, go do this thing. And it does the project amongst other AI softwares for you. Mind boggling. That's a, uh, a nice topic, but it's good to for another time, maybe. But it's good to consider what this does, not just for the front end fulfillment, but on the back end, where as creatives ourselves, like, for example, what, what's one piece of the process that you really like to do, whether it's the shooting or the, maybe some of the editing with our editors or I think strategy? It's, yeah, or, I think it's like most creatives, it's the ideation of like we talk about films, right? Like I want to just go out and get all the cool shots, you know, think of the storyboard. And then the back end editing, editing is fun. It has its place, but like the the fine tuning and, yeah. and the, you know, the monotonous parts that go into the creative process. Right. And and that's a, a good point because like for some creatives, like you're saying, the strategy, the ideas are are what they like the most. But for other people, like for some editors that we work with, they don't really care that much about the ideas. Like they, they really do care, but they really prioritize maybe the editing and the animations, the after effects that they could plug in to make this idea come to life um, rather than like the idea creation, mm -hmm. ideation, if yeah. you will. They want to be given a video. And that's my my point where as creatives with AI, especially if we're in this director seat, you can delegate. You can you can delegate a lot of, not just the front end work, but the back end work, showing those progress reports so that you can work with one person and be like, yo, look at how much we are crushing it with you. Or by the way, look at all these videos that we've been spending a lot of time on that we should not be creating, right? Or look at this website. By the way, here's my invoice and just have it automatically going out and automatically taken care of for you. Um, automatically designed for you. There's so many aspects on the back end that can be fulfilled so that you, you as a creative can be working on the thing that you love most. It, 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 until everybody wins until AI decides to kill us all. <laughs> but, but that's, I mean, for now, this is what, you know, the different perspective is. It, it's a matter of positioning yourself as a director rather than just a fulfiller or an ideaist. Is that it? <laughs> I don't know. I was just, I was like thinking of where we go next. You know, it's hard not to talk about, we're kind of like treading that, that line of what softwares you, you should be using. Right. And yeah. like, this isn't a tutorial, you know? Yeah. And, um, 
because I want to I want to be like you know chat GPT is great for yeah. XYZ but it, it can't do this right. or like you know we've tried podcast editing software and it is good but it's it still needs that fine tuning of like human touch um I know, and that, honestly we, we should just keep that in the podcast so yeah. <laughs> you guys are you guys are listening to us live discuss like how how we want to be bringing you the best topics and I'll, I'll just say this i think the best action step for creatives to do and this is something that i'm implementing myself and i've been implementing and i've just found it very helpful is to simply open up chat gbt in a window so every single morning and you can even do this like automatically with google chrome it's just like good morning here's my workflow and then boom it opens up the tabs that you need make chat gbt part of it uh, you know google just came out with uh what, what was google's uh, oh, name um don't uh what, whatever uh, yeah google basically i don't remember the name of it because i tried it for a week straight and it sucked yeah. you know what and um and that that so chat gbt at least at this point is better and i'm sure at some point that is going to be outdated because there are these new ai, AI platforms that are taking over but for now open up whatever ai platform is going to help you get going feel the momentum you know for the editors listening to this it was opening premiere and just being in Premiere over and over again and leveraging the crap out of it. Realizing one question that uh, me and my my buddies used to say back in the day was like, let's go figure out like, what can't we do? It's not what can this do, it's like, what can't this do? And it's like, find those limits. Cause those limits are really great for you to understand how much time you could be saving, how fast you could be working, how the results could ultimately be that much better. Well, and back to the creative process, right? Like we we do this with chat gpt all the time we think of our idea for a video and we have some like title ideas or or you know topic ideas and we just say hey chat gpt turn this into 15 youtube titles and it pumps out like really good stuff that right. we still we, we still go in and we'll grab like the beginning of one and put put it with the back of another but mm -hmm. um it can aid that creative process comment down below if you guys think if you guys are watching the video maybe this is only for the video folks if you guys think that this title was ai generated or not <laughs> i i bet you're wrong <laughs> um i'll leave it at that but action step for you besides leaving a comment down below i mean here's the action step for the creatives keep it open keep it as this type of assistant that is on your computer that is right there that's easy for you just to at any point during the day type it in Type it in real quick for for the fulfillment work for your client on a weekly basis. Look at these updates at the very most, like at the very least, I should say, the very least every other week. Chat, type in AI for your niche, AI for video editing, AI for social media management, AI for web design, AI for fitness and diet, right? Like whatever your creative passion is, type that phrase AI for blank into the search bar of YouTube, into the search bar of even just Google alone and stay updated with how fast things are moving. Because even AI agents are starting to blow my mind and those are really starting to become new and, and can be leveraged to a massive scale, vastly farther than you always having to put more and more prompts. So that's basically the basis, by the way, for AI agents, quick tangent, is AI agents, which are very interesting and you should take note of, AI agents solve the problem of you always having to respond back to ChatGPT or to click through or to get the thing to basically have your effort done. Instead, you set up this type of AI agent, as they call it, which works among other AI platforms. So if you say, hey, create a seven slide 
uh, present PowerPoint pl- presentation on sustainable surfers across the world, including surfboards and uh, surf clothing and wear and and travel and and how all of that plays into having a having the sport of surfing be a more sustainable sport, right? Like I don't know. But now these AI agents can go and fulfill that work amongst the other AI platforms to gather the right resources, to gather the right information, to gather the right design tools, to put them into the right presentation. All of this work is ultimately done for you. So talking about being a visionary, you need to be able to consider those ideas, what would be the best, and then ultimately plug that in. So keep in mind AI for your niche, AI for your passion. Stay on the know. Open ChatGPT, keep that on a daily basis and on a weekly, if not bi- bi-weekly basis, keep in the know on those the updates uh, that are happening in your niche. You have to, you literally have to, because the difference of you being the person who leverages the updates in your niche versus someone else may be the difference of someone else dominating your niche. Well, and I think what we're trying to get across here is you should want to, right? <laughs> like there are definitely every, in every job, there are parts of the job that nobody likes to do. Mm. You could be, it could, you could love your work. There are things on a day to day, week to week basis that you hate doing. Figure out how to use AI to not have to do those anymore. I'm going to fucking back up what you're saying, Jack, which is they always say, don't fall in love with your, with your craft, fall in love with your client. And I, I might change that a little bit to say, don't fall in love with your craft of painting, where it's like, I am a painter. This is how I express my creativity. Instead of falling in love with the client, fall in love with the transformation. Maybe your paintings provide the most beautiful home. Maybe your paintings provide intense work of art that really surprises people. And and maybe it's like a Banksy type of thing. Like Banksy is incredible, not just for his paintings, but for the transformation, the mind shift that he gives people. Fall in love with the transformation. So it's not just the editor who loves After Effects or Adobe Premiere or DaVinci or whatever, right? It's no. The transformation, which is growing these brands, having a massive impact uh, through video, right? Fall in love with that transformation so you do stay up to date on the AI, so that you do acquire all of the tools and strategies that you need to ultimately transform people and transform things in the best way possible. Hey guys, I'm stoked that you're listening to the podcast. And before you go, I just want to ask a quick favor for you. Obviously, you know that this is a newer podcast. We're on episode six and we're looking for your feedback, real honest (laughs) feedback. Uh, So if you don't mind just leaving a review, Uh, if you think it's a five stars, great. If you think it's a one star, please don't just leave a one star. Actually reach out to us, like comment or or DM us, whatever. Let us know how we can improve. We're always looking to, to better the experience for you. So leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. And we'll see you in the next one.